Welcome to Literary Quest, a podcast hosted by us, Vicki and Marissa, where we discuss our favorite and fantasy fiction and hopefully can direct you in your quest to find your next great read. Welcome to Literary Quest. Today we are talking about Dark Lover. It's the first in J.R. Ward's 20 plus book series, The Black Dagger Brotherhood. Uh, This will be an After Dark episode. Also, some trigger warnings. We'll probably briefly talk about rape and likely discussions about incels. And today we have a guest, Sydney. She's a recurring guest. She's been here before. She's my sister. And she's also our resident horse expert. Welcome, Sydney. Hey, thank you. I don't know that my horse expertise will come into play today, but. (laughs) It's good to know, though. Yeah, if, have... if we need it, if there's a horse-related question, yes, I'm there for you. Yield it. You <laughs> never know when there might be a horse-related question. So, so for our characters, we have Elizabeth Randall. She goes by Beth. She is the main female character. She is the daughter of one of the Black Dagger brothers, Darius. While her father was a vampire, her mother was human, so she's a half-breed. She's currently working as a journalist. She is friends with many people in the police department, including Butch and Jose. Butch is one of those cops who does anything it takes to get results. He's also attracted to Beth, uh, but after two dates, it's clear that they don't have any chemistry. Raph, he is the main male character as well as the love interest. He's the last pure-blooded vampire and is a warrior, even though by right he should be king and leading his people. He is a member of the Black Dagger Brotherhood. He's over 300 years old. And slowly going blind. At this point, he is mostly blind. Before his transition, he was weak and often beaten up. He also ended up watching his father and mother be slaughtered. After his transition, he grew six inches, gained a bunch of muscle, and is now super intimidating. He was very good friends with Beth's father. Um, he also has a Shellen, Shellen, uh, Marissa, who he doesn't treat very well. He basically ignores her, except when she needs to feed or he needs to feed. He also has a butler named Fritz. The Black Dagger Brotherhood is made up of some of the most powerful vampires. In the first book, there are six members. Wrath, Rage, Torment, Vicious, Sadist, and Fury. Each brother is scary in their own way, and they're also cursed in various ways. And they're very uniquely spelled. We have Mr. X. He's the villain of this book, although he works for a higher being known as the Omega. They want all vampires dead. He's what's known as a lesser. His soul was taken in exchange for him being immortal and stronger, and he recruits new members. As a lesser, they all have pale skin, pale eyes. They smell like baby powder, and it seems like they're all incels. So that's great. And we have Marissa and Havers. Marissa is Raph's Shellen at the start of the book. Havers is her brother uh, who lost his Shellen and mate. He doesn't like feeding from others, so he's trying to use science to create a way for vampires to not have to feed from the source. Havers is very upset about the way Marissa has been treated by Raph over the years. In terms of location, this takes place in Caldwell, New York. So... Dark Lover opens with Darius, who is concerned for the safety of his only remaining child, Beth, and he approaches his king, Wrath, about helping Beth transition. 
Beth is half human, half vampire, and around age 25, she will transition into a vampire, but this is dangerous, and many folks die during their transition. So Darius hopes that with Wrath's help, Beth will survive. Wrath denies Darius's request, though, and Darius is killed shortly after when his car explodes, courtesy of a bomb that was planted by Mr. X, a high-ranking lesser. Beth grew up in foster care and has formed a friendship with many of the cops in town, which has helped her in her job as a reporter and an editor for the local newspaper. Wrath now feels responsible in making sure that Beth is able to transition now that her father Darius is dead. And so he approached just her one evening at her apartment. Their initial meeting does not go well, but at their second meeting, they have really outstanding sex. And Beth believes that Wrath is a friend of Butch, her police sort of friend, uh, who he sent to, who was sent to watch out for her after she is sexually assaulted by Billy Riddle, a senator's son and local entitled prick. Beth is alarmed to learn that Wrath is not actually hired muscle though, and is scared when he returns the next night. Butch, who had been on a date with Beth, sees Wrath sneaking around Beth's apartment and arrests him. But Wrath escapes custody and convinces Beth to return to Darius's house with him. He explains the nature of her parentage and history, uh, which she does not believe at first, because who would believe that their parents are that their parent is a vampire? And then she is super alarmed to realize that vampires are actually real and that she may become one. Wrath is catching feelings though, and when Beth uh, Beth's transition hits and Butch rushes her to Wrath's house per Beth's request, thinking that she may have overdosed on drugs, Wrath begins to realize that letting go of Beth will be impossible. Meanwhile, Mr. X is bent on climbing the ranks even further as a lesser, and when he realizes that Wrath, the king of the vampires, is in town, he begins crafting a plan to bring him down. So will Wrath and Beth get a happily ever after, and will Mr. X succeed in elevating his status? Spoilers abound. So this is a reread for me. It's been well over a year. But it was super helpful because the author put all of the terms and stuff in the front of the book. So instead of the back end. I appreciate that. Thank you, J.R. Ward. Well done, J.R. Ward. Yes. I did not read any of the terms. I do remember having to go back a couple times the first time I read it. I'm like, it's a what? <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of terms. There are a lot of terms. I don't feel like I missed out. I mean... Apparently, there were some things I missed out on having not read the beginning, like uh, the cutting the heart out thing and putting it in a jar when a person becomes a lesser. Mm -hmm. It does explain that they were always looking for jars when someone died, though. So right. yeah. <laughs> are you reading it and wondering why are they looking for jars? What the fuck are these jars for? <laughs> like, do you just walk around with a pocket full of jar? Like, is, is this something you carry in a bag? Like, get the jars. What if you don't have them? Does a Ziploc work just fine? Like, <laughs> I mean, it'd be way easier to carry around a Ziploc bag until oh, you for get sure. to a jar. <laughs> 
like does it what is there some I don't know so so that makes sense I guess that that's part of some of the things that I missed in the very beginning in the glossary but it's okay I still made it through (laughs) (laughs) Sydney have you read all of the books in the in the series or a lot of them not all of them but a good number of them um I I think at least 15 of the books um so I read this one many years ago at this point and then I started a reread didn't quite get through it but um yeah so gotcha okay it's very interesting how they add in because I'm like how does this keep going and it isn't until much I think book almost like 10 or so that they start going back and like revisiting some characters so like Wrath does eventually get a second book um Mm -hmm. And somehow, though, there there keeps being more characters and, and more things that she manages to fill fill all the books with. But hmm. they're all I fun. S- I saw on the, like, fan wiki page that I, get, I guess this is a spoiler, but it's just kind of funny. Um, eventually, Raph and Beth have a kid, and he's essentially named Raph Jr. Oh, little Raph. I think I started his second book where beth is like i want to be pregnant but it's like super dangerous for vampires to be pregnant and then Mm -hmm. of course she gets pregnant and then the whole book is them being like oh my god she's gonna die and then i don't (laughs) i don't remember if i finished it or maybe it like ends with her giving birth and being fine but so i haven't gotten i haven't read anything past that where the kid is any older so well they apparently named him raf so yeah Wrath, son of Wrath, because isn't Wrath's father Wrath? Yes. Yes. So his he is Wrath, son of Wrath, grandson of Wrath. Right. (laughs) 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 At least Wrath is spelled correctly. Right. True. (laughs) It is. These spellings, every time I just saw them, just throw an H in there, just chuck in an H, silent oh. P, like yep. pterodactyl. I just, why? And you haven't met, essentially, her name is Sex. You haven't met her yet, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> How is it spelled with a C no. or something? No, it's spelled like X. H E X, so it could be like sex. Stop it! But it's essentially <laughs> sex. Why? Why? Yeah. yeah. I, I I I just I would see these names and they would get me so upset. I mean, not upset, but I would just get so irritated. They're yeah. bothersome, especially <laughs> vicious. Vicious is spelled V I S H O U S. My brain wants that to be French. Me too. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, and with like Zetas or Zetas, she didn't even try. Like, there was no. It, she just was like mm, Z. There you go. Just mm-hmm. a Z. We'll add that. Who oh, have God. you met? The owner of the club, Screamers. No. No. Okay. What's his name? I can't remember what his name is. I feel like it's less crazy but that his like right hand man is is sex or sex or however you want to pronounce her name so she must show up pretty quick 
Um, she ends up, I mean, big, big spoiler, but um, she ends up with John Matthew. So who's John Matthew? John Matthew is not introduced in this book. No. <laughs> All right. So now in this book, then, what? Um, so Darius, right. He gets blown up. He gets blown up at the very end. The scribe is like, do you want to be reincarnated? He's okay. like, yeah, what the hell? Why not? He gets reincarnated, but that's it. We don't see like him coming back or anything like that. It's just. Okay. He gets reincarnated as John Matthew. Okay. All right. But like it's him, but not really him. It's a very weird reincarnation thing. Okay. So. Well, that explains my very last question that I have on here. Uh, Darius gets reincarnated at the end of the book. Is he yeah. going to come back as Tor and Wellesley's baby? I guess not. <laughs> no, no. He comes back as someone super basic. Wait, John and, and somebody who's already like fully grown. Yes, that like was... he's he's pre-transition. He's that a pre-transition person, <laughs> right? It doesn't make sense because like all this stuff happens within like a couple, you know, like within a couple years of each other, right? Like all the books are happening pretty like sequentially. So, you know, John Matthew has been alive during this whole time like before Darius dies so like Darius dies and then I guess they just kind of shove him in there they body snatched some poor schmuck just some random guy on the street shoving a new soul in a body like yeah it's I from what I remember it gets very weird because like it, it doesn't come back like that like nobody's like oh yeah my friend Darius like he doesn't show up and and like he just he isn't Darius. He's John Matthew with like some Darius memories. Wow. From what I remember. It's uh, it is interesting to me that Darius, the only person in this book with a normal name, is gone. That is spelled the normal way, dies almost immediately, and then gets reincarnated as someone with a very normal basic name. <laughs> Super normal name. <laughs> I just, oh gosh. I think John Matthew and Darius probably won the lottery on that one. <laughs> I Can you think... imagine spelling your name out as one of these other people? My name is Fury with a PH. Like, <laughs> like, like, are there, like, can you imagine going to the bank and then someone looking at your documents? Like, the fuck is wrong with your parents? <laughs> oh, it gets, it gets so much better in Butch's. <laughs> in butch's story how much spoiler am i allowed to give we've already done a whole lot of spoilers let's save some of it for <laughs> i don't know anybody that might ever want to read these books <laughs> okay well just wait when you get to butch's story because the the hoops that have to be jumped through for him to like made stay there are are pretty great interesting yeah unsurprising yeah, seems about right for Butch's life. Right. <laughs> if she, if she can spell wrath correctly, why does she not spell any of the other names correctly? Well, it's less interesting, you know. Okay. Yeah. You got to make mean, it interesting. Sure. It just, just wrath already has an H in it. I mean, she could have added another H. I guess. You know, I was trying to come up with alternative ways that you could spell wrath, and I just couldn't, my brain couldn't make it work. Add an E on the end, or a Z in front. Or get rid of the W. Or put some umlauts oh. in there somewhere. 
Yeah. Yeah. It could have been a capital R apostrophe A-T-H rap. Yes. <laughs> Just the whole thing with Darius was pretty rough. He starts out and he's like, man, I'm afraid I'm going to die. So I'm going to approach my friend, but not friend, but King to see if he'll help my daughter stay alive. And then Wrath is like, mm, sorry, dude, it's not for me. And so Darius is like, dang. What's going to happen if I die? I guess torment will take care of her. And then that thing that he was worried about <laughs> happening immediately happens after. <laughs> I just, and like, it was so sad. He's like, oh, his last thought was of the daughter he'd never get to meet. And then you find out later on how proud he was of her. Yes. Oh, he's like, her pictures everywhere. He sent Fritz out to take pictures of her. Every just article. For her graduation. That's so yeah. sweet. He cared. He cared. Was he planning to meet her at some point? Like, was that, did he, uh, yeah, especially because he knew she was going to transition. Like, was the plan to meet her? I, I guess. so. I guess. I mean, if he's going to get Wrath to help her transition, then he would have had to meet her. As, I don't know. I just thought that, I don't know. What are you waiting for, dude? <laughs> yeah, like, why not have claimed her, like, much earlier on in her life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. unless because him being a, a brother made his life dangerous or something yeah no. i mean she got sexually assaulted leaving work how much truly how much more dangerous is it gonna be oh, right. <laughs> he could leave, live in his fortified house if he was really concerned about it <laughs> so the, the house it's funny i uh they just stay in that house now forever that it just becomes the mansion. And I, in my head, just remember it as being the mansion where they all were. And I was like, Oh, it's just kind of like, I thought it was Rath's house. Like it was Rath's mansion. And that was where like, you know, the King was supposed to be. So now in rereading it, I was like, it was Darius's house. And they just, they just took it over. (laughs) Like, And I was like, where was Wrath living before? Because they were all in Caldwell. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they ever talk about where Wrath was prior to. He had like a warehouse or something that he slept in. Yeah, he mentioned he didn't let people in there. uh, Because it's his space. space. I don't want people in there. Angst. There's so many of them with that. I think yeah. one of one of the other brothers has his own like you know penthouse somewhere that he has a similar thing with. Yeah. They um. They were all pretty, pretty angsty. Like every male character in this book, except Fritz and Tor, were so angsty. Like, yeah. sorry, you're all tortured warriors. <laughs> Bless your heart. Maybe if you would talk about your feelings <laughs> instead of wallowing in self-loathing because no. you're cursed. Not they until to... the right woman comes along. Then yeah. they can heal. Right. Well, it is and now the we female's have... job to do all of the emotional labor. So that tracks pretty well. Yep. Yes. I, I want to read Sadist's book just to see like what kind of woman he ends up with <laughs> all right what do you think either somebody who's like 
it's okay or somebody who's like fuck you like I feel like it's gonna be like one of those people or it's somebody who's like totally not scared of them and it's just like no fuck you and your whole like hating women deal does he end up with a dom I feel like maybe he needs a dom or um as it does seem that he is uh interested in like um some sadomasochism maybe like a pain sub or something that would be interesting like Uh, like i feel like when this book was published and i don't know when sadist books came out in relation because this book came out like 20 years ago or so right yeah it came out a while ago so the conversations about kink that we're having now are not the conversations about kink that they were having 20 years ago um and so like I felt really bad for him and they talk about how he needs to like hurt females to get off and it's like okay uh, but he was also like tortured and a slave for a long time mm-hmm. and then he lived in a body that wouldn't just like die that kept healing itself pretty quickly so clearly there's some like trauma um and some psychological stuff ongoing there like has anyone had a conversation with him and i know that therapy is not really an option for your tortured vampire warrior but how do you even describe like you go into therapy and you're like okay what do you want to talk about well from the ages of like five to 200 I was horribly (laughs) tortured and made a slave like how do you even have a therapy session yeah Um, that's why he just is dark and brooding and tortured hangs out in the corner doesn't eat I can't tell if like he's a sadist right and like this is his kink right Mm -hmm. no or if he like hates women and is like I want to hurt them no none of it neither of those things it's all a facade <laughs> he is cinnamon roll from what i remember it's like you know he is the tortured soul and he just needs you know someone just needs somebody to love caring him. To yeah okay so he ends up with one of those be a gotcha. big giant softie right, cool okay well i'm glad to know that i felt very bad for him people are so mean to say <laughs> they are yeah he's like <laughs> he's just ugly <laughs> what the hell (laughs) he just has a scar like that one scar and his head is shaved and like yeah he's just ugly and mean like (laughs) you guys (laughs) i mean he didn't have the best introduction to beth considering he was gonna like like just force himself on her it seemed like um so that wasn't great but i did feel bad when they were in like the pantry or whatever and she's like ends up stuck with him and he's like oh my god i know i'm ugly but i'm not a savage and i was like oh <laughs> but like i mean you're not correcting the people who say you are it's right because he has low self-esteem Vicky. I- <laughs> <laughs> he's gotta put up a wall because you know? everyone um- tells him he's ugly <laughs> or he's yeah. gone through some shit so it's like, better to just have people not ask questions. Uh, yeah. Be afraid. Well, everyone assumes the worst about him, too. Wrath is like, yeah, don't ever be alone with him ever again. Like, no. okay, that's a big ask, considering <laughs> she doesn't have any control over what another person does. But all right. Um, uh, but they also just, like, automatically assume that this person, who is one of their special six brotherhood, is definitely on board with killing their king like ha, wh- what 
I, that made no sense. There were a couple leaps that characters took in this book that made me go, what? And one of those were there. They were just going to be like, oh, we got to kill him. Like, they automatically yeah. yeah. went to, like, killing Zetas, right? They were like, what? Death. And then, there was, <laughs> and then there was Butch, who was like, guess she's a drug addict. <laughs> Why? These are such big leaps. <laughs> oh gosh why yeah. else though would she just be down and out on the floor maybe she has low blood sugar that's I true know. or like a you know seizure disorder or yes. something yeah no drugs it's gotta be drugs, drugs. it's drugs. always drugs <laughs> although i mean that entire town seems like it's nothing but drug dealers and gangsters like it's it's vampires the lessening society and drug dealers it is like very oddly specific to that one town it's like how the bad people in the power rangers only attack the place where the power rangers live like yeah (laughs) y'all ain't gonna worry about the rest of the world like it's just okay yeah so it was bothering me that uh you know wrath was talking about like oh yeah you know we try to like strike down the lessers as much as we can and you know, but normally we like keep it in a fight in the streets and stuff. And then Mr. X was talking about that there was only like 50 or 60 of them in total. Mm-hmm. And then like spread out through the U.S. He was like, oh, yeah, some of them are like eight hours away. And I was like, they couldn't, the Black Dagger Brotherhood couldn't get together to manage to kill 50 to 60 lessers. <laughs> like, I feel like that shouldn't have been that hard that tricky mm-hmm. i know especially because they can just jump to wherever they need to be did they call it dematerializing or did they call it something else no it's dematerializing yeah okay. they called it yeah i like that so in the front it was the, the i think that's one of the terms in the front and it's very specific about but they can't carry heavy things with them it's like okay like other people I don't know why they didn't just say people <laughs> like why it wasn't just they can't care it's just them but leave was, your bowling ball at home <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can't dematerialize to bowling night I feel like I remember them dematerializing with another person see it would make sense if they could do that I guess I don't Except it would make it too easy yeah it would make it too easy you think like the older they got, the more powerful they would get and therefore be able to get. But I mean, is Wrath like the oldest vampire at this point? I know he's the last pure blood. I don't think he is the oldest. I think there are older ones in the noble families, but he's just like the most pure blood. No, good for him. Because so I had like, again, my concept of these books. I always thought that Darius was older. Like, oh, older than Darius and Tor as being older. And I don't know if that was just because, like, they seemed a little bit more mature. They were like, they had like kids and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, Tor, Mm -hmm. Wesley, or Wellesley, or whatever her name is. And, you know, they're pregnant and like doing that thing and seem like well adjusted people for the most part and <laughs> Darius has his own thing but like seemed like he had things kind of together mm-hmm. so I don't know if that was why I always thought of those two as being like older 
just because they had more of their shit together, but... Wrath had his trauma, so there was that. Yeah, he watched his parents get slaughtered. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, I just sat there and did nothing. Like, all right, you were like, what, 12? I mean, I know he wasn't 12. He was like 22. He hadn't transitioned. He was like a scrawny little dude with, I don't know, problems. Yeah. Yeah. And it mentions, like, in he mentions at some point that he was, like, bullied and beat up and stuff by other, I, I don't know. It just, yeah. Yeah, because he was, like, out on the streets of London or whatever and mm-hmm. was picked on a lot. And then he was a stable boy. Yes. Oh, there we go. Horses. Hey, hey yeah. There, hey. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, all of the emotional trauma from that probably inhibited his ability to like i don't know be a good little vampire like darius or whatever who was a princeps and apparently very rich and good with managing property and money and things they all had so much property like mr x had mentioned his stuff was on like 10 acres of land yeah gosh that's that's a lot of land and there's no call. I mean, like, obviously, there's no calls on New York, but I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know. I guess if they got it, you know, when it was first founded or something, they got, you know, well, in the 50s. real estate right away. That town slash city confuses me, too, because, like, on the one hand, it will be like a city. Like, Beth talks about walking blocks and, like, it's got buildings mm-hmm. and a city vibe. And then in the next time, like, Mr. X was talking about sitting in the back of his martial arts studio and looking at a meadow. And I was like, how do you have a meadow in the city? Like, I'm very confused. Yeah. I don't know if they, no, they weren't. They weren't like, it wasn't like she was working in the city like that. Because I was like, maybe she commutes into the city. That was like my thought. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I she, thought she lived in like city. New York. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. And then, but like, yeah, she doesn't. Apparently. Maybe so, when they say city, they mean like town. Like it's like alleyways, though. Yeah, that's, like that's, they not that's have what... alleys and towns. I mean, I guess. I bet that um, land would be worth so much money they could sell it, and then they could like sell all of that land and buy a house in the Caribbean or something. Although I guess that wouldn't work. Do you think the lessers like burn in the sun? Do you think they get sunburned really easily? Mm. But they're dead, so... I feel like the Caribbean would not be a great place to find vampires. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if they want to retire from the lesser life, I don't know. Yeah. I guess the Omega probably wouldn't let them. They would just get murdered. Yeah. I don't... Like, what... I I wish that there was a clearer motivation for becoming a lesser, because, like, I don't... I don't see why you would become a member of the lessening society. Like, okay, you get to kill vampires. Cool story, bro. But like, you can't have sex anymore. And your boss is terrifying and might kill you anyway. And also the transition is painful. They put your heart in a jar. Like it's a weird cult thing. You lose all of your defining features. But you like live forever. And And you still have to have like a day job. (laughs) 
Like, but you get to kill vampires. Like, what's the point? You get to kill they're, vampires. They're just all like psychopaths. I mean, like, they do talk about like that's yeah, one of the reasons why they have the martial arts studio is that he's basically looking for incels. Yeah. yeah. Oh, every time they called him sensei, I cringed. Oh yeah, that was bad. I was like, oh no, don't do that. <laughs> there was some stuff in this book that was a little dated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> a little bit dated. Um, there was this quote that I highlighted because it was dated and it made me laugh. So it says, wrath was off the chain when it came to the <laughs> business of vengeance. <laughs> off the chain. Off the chain. But was that ever even like used that much? Even back when this was written? To be off the chain. No. I just, uh, yes, that wasn't even, but wow yeah and then there was the portable phone which was just like the house phone that you could take with you i remember when those came out i remember when like our you know our parents got them and it was like oh we have a wireless phone this is so cool but whatever it was it was a big deal when we got that phone yeah we were we were tied to that wall for a long time we were (laughs) (laughs) it was yeah it was a big deal for us um (laughs) And then, oh, and I think, so um, I made a note about that one, uh, instead of saying sex worker, they use the term prostitute. And I think that's probably one of the dated things too. Yeah. 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 It gave me the ick. But Um, we also didn't talk about sex workers 20 years ago the way that we do now. That's true. That is true. That is true. Sure didn't see it as a valid form of work 20 years ago. No, still struggle to see some people still struggle to see it as a valid form of work now is this book really 20 years old i think it came out in like 2002 or 2005 maybe 2005 2005 yeah it's almost 20 years old wow i mean it it does kind of i mean it holds up better than some other books that would have been written 18 years ago i think for the most part, I th- yeah, there's like a couple of things that are not not great. And I think, you know, we now have like the word incel for the lessening society is like pretty much that's that wasn't around that's 20 true. years ago. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They were definitely so Mr. X and Billy, like those types of like villains are the like really scary villains because they're real. Yeah. Mm-hmm like oh reading them bothered me so like get those characters they just bother me so much because it's what's out there they're all mad because they can't have sex anymore but they chose that i mean billy was already mad about that from the beginning like i had completely forgotten that this book basically opens with her getting raped Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then in the end like when when um she's been captured by them don't they still kind of try to rape her but yeah billy looks like uh, he slaps beth a few times and mr x is like your uh raping days are over billy and he's like (laughs) yeah that makes me even more angry right (laughs) 
Uh, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Especially because Billy was so young. I mean, like he had, he was 18, I think. Mm-hmm. Or 19. I mean, like he was young and then uh, yeah. there was like the lack of family support that he had, despite having like a ton of financial privilege. His dad was a senator and his mom drowned. Um, like the, the resources were available, but the support wasn't. I think it just highlights the impact that having healthy relationships have. Mm-hmm. But also, like a lot of the men in this book were also just kind of gross. Like the guys Beth works with are all misogynists. Butch is kind of a dick. He aggressively corners her after she's been like assaulted. Yeah. Yeah, to try to get her to say that she was assaulted, he, like, pins her against the wall. And it was like, dude, back off. Yeah. Yeah. He's not the sensitive cop. No. No. They talk about, like, he has a sexual encounter with a girl from a bar, and he's talking about, like, looking in her vacant eyes and... I... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were like, oh, yes, this this is, like, the perfect relationship because she could be anybody and he could be anybody and i was like oh okay yeah i did not care about his character at all yeah like i i just didn't he was not interesting to me he was meddlesome Mm -hmm. i just i feel like you could have removed him from this book and but then he wouldn't get his own book later on vicky yeah He's definitely there as a character to be built on later. But uh, he was also just super angsty as well. Like, my life sucks. I'm sad. My sister died. Um, That's why I became a cop. But (laughs) he's on that date with um, Beth. And Beth is like, yeah, this guy looks like he's heading for like a heart attack and death in about 10 years and butch in his head is like she can see i'm heading for death (laughs) my dude you're like 35 change life (laughs) like you don't have to be a cop you can do something else yeah i mean it's It's not not too late to pivot (laughs) yeah and it's not like the criminal justice system is actually doing much um clearly in this right um he's supposed to be like a detective yet they have him doing like beat cut stuff all the time yeah like, i'm like i don't understand why you were there they gave up on looking for i feel like they gave up on looking for those um dead sex workers like pretty easily i feel like that like kind of well, got pushed to the back it did yeah that storyline kind of fell off when bitch but butch when butch got <laughs> I don't know why. (laughs) When Butch got fired from the police department, that storyline kind of fell apart. But yeah, I'm assuming his book will be about Marissa. It is very hard for me to read and hear us talk about a book that has a character with the same name as me in it. I was going to ask you that. I forgot to ask. Yeah. That I don't think has ever happened before. I don't think I've ever read a book with a Victoria or Vicky. Like, it's very really? weird to hear my name as a character name. Mm-hmm. It's not spelled the same, though, so, yeah. Yeah, no, my I name know. is special and different and unique. <laughs> <laughs> I got those kind of parents. I was named after a grandma, so. Yeah. 
I could be in this book. Right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> could be a brother. I, I could. Guess. Yes. Well, if, let me tell you, we would look at some of these masculinity issues if I got to be a brother. So like all of them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't be sensitive. I'm a tough vampire. <laughs> uh. It's funny. Like, I don't remember Raph being such a dick, like, mm -hmm. because he gets a little bit better as, as the books go on, but like, yeah. He was an asshole at the beginning of this book. I was like, really? He yeah. comes around so quickly, though. Yeah, he yeah. does. He I mean, which just... is probably why I don't remember him being an asshole, but yeah. it was there. Yeah. Uh, he's just so funny when he, he gets angry that he likes her. Yeah. That date that he set up and then was like, ugh. That was terrible. That was actually awful. I was thinking, so it reminded me of the scene in Beauty and the Beast when yes. they're trying to like bathe the beast and brush his hair. And he makes a comment about how his he tried to cracked a smile and his mouth widened and it was uncomfortable. I like yeah. This is literally from Beauty and the Beast. This is that scene. And then he talks about how he's more comfortable in leather and weapons than a suit from Brooks Brothers. And I was like, okay, yeah. we get it. You like leather for some reason. Like, I mean, this probably has no stretch to it. Leather doesn't breathe. You are definitely walking around with swamp ass most of the time. But yes, <laughs> it's way better than wearing a suit. Okay. We I get definitely it. thought about that in these books that they're always have some sort of leather, which I guess would protect you from some knife wounds and stuff like a little bit more. But like, it's not great biting material. Like and no stretch there's no, no stretch, stretch. <laughs> no stretch hot sticky it's gonna be gross mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it makes me think of there's like a friends episode where he uh, <gasps> yes yeah. it's ross yeah he gets sweaty and he's at he's on like a date and he can't pull his pants up so he <sighs> uses his lotion what oh he god that's he put lotion in the pants to try to put and then it doesn't work so he uses baby powder <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was a great scene that was hysterical yes so that's definitely happening but it you can't see the blood stains so oh yeah there you that. go i liked beth I did too. She was great. Yes. I just, so I liked that she came to terms pretty quickly with being a vampire. Although her initial reaction, I just feel is, is pretty relatable. She like runs away and then ends up crying in the fetal position. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it was either that, I guess, or like throw her on a bed, Disney princess style. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I yeah. thought that was pretty. And then she's like, all right, guess I'm going to be a vampire. Yeah. Good. She makes a comment about how Halloween's going to be great, which I liked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of her responses were logical. When Rath shows up on the first night, like just a guy that walks into her house, her first response is panic and freak out, which is an appropriate response. When right. a stranger uses magic to open your door. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep. Nice. And then when she did, I don't know, they, have, they went from like conflict and anger to like 
the sex and getting married in the span of three days, I think, um, which is kind of intense. Yeah. But she didn't turn into like a simpering female mm-hmm. to be commanded by her, you know, kingly vampire husband, yep. which I appreciated. Yes. And she's queen too, right? By the yes. Mm hmm. So, so there's yeah. that. I, I did enjoy that. I did enjoy some of their interactions where he's, um, oh, is it, oh, who is it who like is basically the Hulk? Is it Rage? And I don't know. He eats people. Whatever. I think it's Rage. It's not that scene. Sounds right. Where it he's like, oh, don't come with me or something. And she's like, no, I'm coming. And he's like, no, listen to me. And she's no. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> I just that was one of the interactions I really liked with them. Yes, I yeah. Is it's when Rage is like injured or something? Is like I I wanted a visual of that because it sounded like he ate the people and then like his belly was really big when he turned back into a like human <laughs> form or vampire being. Yeah, vampire humanoid. You'll just have to read his book. I am very curious about his book because mm-hmm. he's basically like uh, the Hulk. Yep. They're very curious. It's, uh, it kind of reminds me of the um, like chaos series where there's like a beast inside. Oh, you know, and, yeah. You know, it kind of gets let out at certain times. It, it kind of reminds me of that. But yes, and then Beth is like taking care of him and everything too. And it's this really sweet scene. It is precious. It is really sweet. He like puts his head in her lap and she just like scratches his back. And mm-hmm. Wrath's heart grows four times larger. <laughs> seeing Beth taking care of one of his brothers. Mm-hmm. Brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just feel like being like Hulk Hogan <laughs> when I see that. my brothers. Uh, sorry, um, but it I had- did. <laughs> I did like how um, protective and like sweet and kind all of the brothers were to Beth mm-hmm. after they became mated, and they were just that was really cute yeah it all kind of has like a fast and the furious family type vibe like once you are in the family family oh gosh oh those fast and furious movies okay (laughs) (laughs) wow the fast and furious of vampires (laughs) i mean there are over 20 of them so i mean Run number 10 for most Fast and Furious movies. I don't think they go into space, but... Oh, do they not? They don't go into space and there's no vampires in space? I don't don't remember vampires in space. What better place for vampires than space? (laughs) They don't need to breathe, I don't think, right? No, No, I think they still breathe. Oh, she does mention, like, his chest is rising. They breathe. Like almost well, in the Twilight movies and books, they don't have to breathe. They're just faking it so the humans don't notice. Right. Imagine so having that. to dedicate like that brain power though <laughs> to, to faking. like faking breathing. Like yeah. I, I maybe. Yeah. 
seems uh, like maybe it would just be a part of your brain that was left over to just be like let it let it just keep doing its thing I feel like someone should write that book vampires in space that is not a trope <laughs> that I have seen before space vampire yeah uh, well so the characters in Zoe Draven's oh yeah they're, I, they're like space alien vampires kind of they're not really vampires they just drink blood <laughs> yeah that's about they have wings <laughs> they do have wings are they, their skins like gray they're like gargo- like, gargoyles. Yeah, like gargoyles speaking of gargoyles uh i had a really hard time picturing what rap looked like and in my head he was just the hot gargoyle from the gargoyle cartoon, cartoon. oh His- yeah with wraparound sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> Seems pretty accurate. <laughs> His description. I don't know what it is. It reminded me of Snape. I guess it was because the hair. But like. Snape. <laughs> yeah. Dumbledore. <laughs> um, I just. And the like the wit. I don't know if same. But there's like that whole wit. I did not picture him as being attractive. I thought of him as all. much like. I mean, obviously tall, but like thinner than than like Snape would be. I also kind of had a very similar thing to the gargoyle. Not that guy, but like very similar. Yeah. Huh. I should I mean, maybe I should read. Could you pivot to Adam Driver, Vicky? Oh, okay. I could. Well, especially because you know, they said that one of his legs like were as like big as somebody's torso. Like her torso. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's intense. <laughs> so what? Big. I mean, she's also probably tiny. I feel like all sure. women are always very tiny. They always are. Yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, even like a you know a petite woman, a torso is still pretty big. I like when they were describing him trying to use his body after his transition because he like transitioned overnight mm-hmm. and then he like woke up and was ginormous mm-hmm. and he like couldn't figure out how to like walk around yeah. <laughs> which makes sense if you become like a giant giant person yeah in a matter Just of a couple hours stumbling around like a baby horse yeah a fresh foal <laughs> <laughs> we brought it back to horses there we go we got it <laughs> I got a little bit tired of how masculine everyone was in this book. I feel like it would be exhausting to be around these people all the time. So much Mm -hmm. testosterone and so much anger. Just so much. Like, all of them. Like, even Butch. It was like, so at one point, Wrath says to Beth, like, a male protects. Never the other way around. Uh, Okay, that's, Mm -mm. that's not true. Um, but there's also a scene where Butch puts on a suit and he like feels good about himself and confident in it. But he describes himself as feeling like a pansy and he couldn't help wow. himself. And he's like, well, can we just normalize? And I know it's like 20 years ago, but still, I think like, let's normalize people, particularly men, caring about how they like feeling okay and being confident in their look and feeling not ashamed if they're proud of looking nice or whatever like I feel like it's getting better men now are able to like like the way they look and mm-hmm. put more thought into it mm-hmm. but yeah certainly butch 
needed to be very butch. I do always remember like reading these books and the amount of times the word fuck is used. I would start like skipping over it. I was like, that was an unnecessary fuck. (laughs) (laughs) SOB so much. I mean, I guess it really wasn't that, but that was more than I've seen that term, like in that abbreviation in like probably an entire year was like, she used that a lot. I felt like that SOB. Okay. I wonder how much of it too is because all of these vampires for the most part are like hundreds of years old. It's like they picked it up as slang, you know, somewhere along the way and they decided they liked it and they just keep going with it. Off the chain. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they picked up. Okay. Although that was supposed to be Beth, right? So <laughs> maybe in the uh, new ones, they'll be saying like slay and stuff like that. AF. Yes, maybe. queen. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I bet it would be hard to keep up with slang like that when you were hundreds of years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard enough now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about science, Vicky? Yes. Oh my gosh. So I know Havers was like, ended up being kind of like bad because he tried to take a hit out on Raph and everything. But I did like that she actually like tried to incorporate science into this because I sort of, we've talked about it before and stuff too. We read these books and we're like, how does this work? You know? Like, I know it's fantasy or it's made up or something, but it just doesn't, we want to know how things work. And so we actually got a little bit of like actual kind of science in this. He's trying to find a way to be able to, I guess, drink blood without having to drink from a source. Right? Yeah. And so I liked that. And I like, he's like examining the blood and he's like, oh, it dies too quickly from oxygen. I just, it was nice to see some science Mm -hmm. i guess in there yeah well they also kind of go into like you can't just make vampires you have to be born a vampire they explain a little bit of like the the history of their existence and things like that and i feel like that is different from how we typically see vampires where you just bite somebody and you've got one so Mm -hmm. that is in the talk about like some of the complications within their society being pregnant is tricky most people die transitioning is difficult most people die they never really touch on like how exactly how many vampires there are out there they make it sound like there's a decent amount i mean the lessening lessening society says they go out and kill vampires every single night but it doesn't sound like there's a ton right like the the whole point Mm -hmm. is that the brotherhood is there to try to like protect them and to try to like maintain the race you know Mm -hmm. or the species or whatever because they're dying because they can't really have kids and the bloodlines have been diluted and all that kind of stuff but they there's never i feel like the exact amount is a little unclear do they only live in caldwell or are they that is i i feel like that's a sticking point for me like why why caldwell it's just kind of like a random, it's not like it's a, I don't know, highly popular. I feel like it would be easier to blend in as a vampire or whatever in a more highly populated area. 
the sex scenes were good in this yeah yeah they were good i was i wasn't when i first read it i wasn't sure what to expect really because it's such an old book and then i on my reread i didn't totally remember but a whole bunch of them they're just i was going oh for some of them because it was just sweet yeah you know um and they were hot you know they were hot um but yeah it was sweet yeah mm-hmm. i feel like they were well written i feel like for being almost 20 years old they stayed they they stood up pretty well Mm-hmm. Um, I love the scene when she's on top and he's like oh my gosh I, I just I find it hard to believe in like 300 plus years that, that that's never happened but okay um he said it's the first time yeah that I anyone that. had like cared for his pleasure too or, or something along those lines I hmm. yeah so but okay so you know that's fine um but I liked that scene because he was just like oh my god I love her so much this is so cool <laughs> I guess it was just sweet I don't know mushy he was very mushy for Beth very quickly yeah weird. and like when they got married like he was super sweet and um then they like carved her name into his back which I feel like is an, an aggressive approach at a wedding but you know <laughs> tradition vampires yeah tradition yeah and when darius died didn't he he put like diamonds down and had to kneel on them yes for like a whole day right that was the death ritual yeah why why is that death who came up with that Uh, that's the virgin scribe it's it's that way of making your mental pain physical pain i guess right so kneel on some diamonds he did have it in the special box too. So. My suffering diamonds. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I, I so, Butch and Marissa. Um, neither character I felt like was very interesting for the bulk of the story but when they did meet each other they became slightly more interesting and i became slightly more invested in them as characters i feel like uh uh, marissa has like no personality until she finds out that uh wrath has met a woman that he likes and then she's like hmm i guess i could like develop a personality and have feelings about things instead of trying to change every part of myself to meet the desires of this man who has said repeatedly that he desires nothing from me yeah i felt i had conflicting feelings about marissa because i felt bad for her because obviously she was hanging on to this um her duty i guess because she was like they were paired up Mm mm-hmm but at the, you know, so she was holding on to these, like, like, traditional values, essentially. And, but Wrath did, was, if we're outs a lot. He was like, it's okay if you leave me, you know, um, find elsewhere. So I don't. Is it I is just, it like the same issue of, like, the old school, you know, if 
because essentially they would get divorced, right? Yeah. And then she would have to find somebody else to feed from, and that becomes a whole thing. So, you know, they were, while they didn't have like a great arrangement, it was like a proper arrangement. So mm-hmm. if they got like divorced, you know, does that leave her in a funky place? Yeah. Yeah. Would she bring shame on her family? Right. I just felt bad for her when she was like, it's finally happening. He's finally like showing me this passion and exactly what I've been wanting. And then he looks or she looks into his mind and it's Beth. It's like, oh, that's awkward. I had completely forgotten that her and Wrath were ever a thing. Um, Because she just goes off and is does her thing at the clinic and and then has her thing with Butch later. But yeah, I, I had completely forgotten that she yeah. originally had that arrangement with Wrath. But then she gets more interesting. Um, but then this whole issue that she has with Haver Havers is like something that could have been resolved if they had just had a conversation. And I don't love that trope. That annoys me because oh. he assumes so when Beth and Wrath get together, Marissa absolves wrath of their arrangement it's like okay i feel like you're a dick uh but uh we don't have to do this anymore and so and she feels great about it like she feels good everything's okay she goes home and havers is like yeah i have a problem with this and he keeps having a problem with it but she keeps going back to darius's house to meet with butch and havers just assumes that she is i don't know screwing around with wrath or something or just being pathetic and she tries to explain it, and he's like, "I don't want to hear about it." Uh, yeah, I, I that's one of my least favorite tropes as well. Tropes, yeah, because it's just to have a conversation. She's clearly trying to tell you something, and I like how she's just kind of like, hey, "I'll tell him later." Then that's yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a couple hundred years. We'll just, I'll, I'll just wait another, another couple days. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he tries and goes to get Zetas to kill Wrath. That yeah. was dumb. I I don't. I had completely forgotten that that happened mm-hmm. because it was so it was so dumb and just like what? And then it's gone and nobody ever talks about it again. Yeah. And that's when Tor is like. Yeah, the sorry, Wrath, but it looks like Zetas maybe wants to kill you. Uh, and Wrath is like, "Yep, we gotta kill, gotta kill Zetas." <laughs> they were just so ready Screw to that jump guy. on that train. Yeah. Yes, he made them uncomfortable. They don't like being uncomfortable. No. Apparently, ugly people. Ugly, but then, like you know, when he starts getting with whoever, like. He's not that ugly. No. He's just scary looking. Yeah, it mentions he's scarred. Like, I think that's, you know, he's got a big S scar on his face. Or maybe it's a Z. Maybe it's supposed to be a Z. I don't know. I did say something about a corner. But... Zorro, somebody did a Zorro to his face. Well, you know, Zadist. Yeah. Z. They, were, they were nice enough when torturing him to be like, hey, well, you know, we'll throw you this one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Give you an explanation. <laughs> yeah yep. 
just just a little bit of a jump i don't know yeah other than having like other than being scarred he he doesn't sound ugly like and scars hey scars can be hot he's just scary he's just a scary guy and just needs somebody to love him he's just a silent he's the silent scary type yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but because he's ugly he will obviously easily pick up like you know a hit and go to kill the whole king of vampires yeah so uh beth transitions she and rath get married Everything's cool, cool, cool. Like she's fine. Everybody comes over di- over for dinner. They have a good time. Bitch, dang, butch. <laughs> but there's something about that theme. I, so, I struggled with it. Butch and vicious are friends. Uh-huh. Um, everybody's good, right? Except like. Um, Beth wakes up one day and she's like, wow, I need a snack, but it's like five o'clock in the afternoon and the sun might still be out. So maybe I won't burst into flames when I step into the sun. Let's see. And Rath is like, I really think this is a bad idea. And she's like, I don't care. I'm going to go in the sun if I want to, <laughs> as you do when you're a vampire. Um, and so she's fine. She can go out in the sun. Rath cannot. My question is, why are there not blackout curtains in this house? Were they not invented in 2005? I mean, aren't there shutters on the house? Apparently, like- they're not sufficient to keep the sun out because, well, it doesn't matter. The windows are open. She can see Mr. X through the window. What? Yeah, like she goes upstairs to get a snack. Mr. X is creeping around because he's casing the place. And then she sees the guy through the window when he busts down the door and shoots her with a dart gun and kidnaps her. Like, why aren't there shutters or curtains? Or, I mean, you could get like real old fashioned and just put some aluminum foil up in the window to block out the sun. Like, I know it's a plot device, but ah, like, come on. on. When I think of the house and what happens at like, you know, dawn, is that like big shutters like big metal shutters come down and like lock down the house not in this house Mm. that's i had always thought of that because they talk about like locking up the house and so maybe maybe they install it later after like all the brothers decide to move in that would be a smart thing to do um (laughs) and and just like at that time but like darius was living in the house so like yeah and it's a huge like the house is massive right like yeah i feel like maybe he slept in the basement the whole time but like i mean other people would come over and parts of the rooms have like blinds on them my question is like why wouldn't you just have the curtains pulled all the time yeah fritz is down there opening curtains and like what like (laughs) come on my dude poor fritz having to run around and open (laughs) hundreds of curtains in his uh it makes me think what we do in the shadows yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so i don't i just i like i know it's a plot device and it exists because we have to get beth kidnapped somehow but like really Mm -hmm. curtains yeah so beth gets kidnapped (laughs) even mr x is like wow that was 
That was easy. Surprisingly easy. <laughs> yep. Like, I captured the queen. <laughs> so <laughs> barely an inconvenience. <laughs> right. Oh gosh. And yep. So she's captured. Um, Mr. X and Billy, and then she's taken to a barn. Yeah. To be tortured. Yeah. I feel like Mr. X's ego is what did him in. Because as as he is kidnapping the queen, he's like, I wonder if I should call for backup. No, that will disturb my like facade of infallibility. Better to do this by myself. Just take on the king of the vampires. So they'll keep thinking I'm amazing and perfect. Like, okay, that's. He's got a, you know, I mean, the Omega will, you know, take you out pretty quickly unless you continue to prove you're worth something. So I guess if he needed help. I bet he still had the queen. Like, (laughs) I kidnapped the queen on a whim. He was not prepared for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that we didn't have like a ton of torture that happened to Beth. My, My window of tolerance for peril is low right now so billy slaps her around a few times and then wrath shows up and he's like so angry that literally the entire barn is shaking which is kind of hot i mean that's never happened with anyone i've dated before so (laughs) i don't know um um wrath is like super pissed off and i love it he's like he calls his brothers and he says like burn it down kill everybody and I'm going to go take care of this. And he gets there and like decapitates Billy eventually, which is terrible, but also kind of hot, I guess. And then, but he also does get shot. Yeah. And almost dies. Mm-hmm. So there is that. He maybe could have also called for backup. Yeah. But she was in peril. Yeah. No time. And he for saved backup. her and that's what counts. Yes. No time for backup. <laughs> It's terrible, though, because he's at, as he's like laying on the ground, bleeding out, he's like, I wish you were pregnant so you wouldn't be alone. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) Those are going to be like your last words to somebody. (laughs) Wish you were prego. (laughs) Like, no. We just met like a week ago. (laughs) Seriously, this moved so fast. It did move really fast. That's love for you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he does, and I, so in terms of moving quickly, he asks her to be his wife. Just, I feel like at such an inopportune moment, like she's like, so she's basically almost, so this is like right after her transition. So she's adjusting to all of a sudden being a vampire and is like, oh my gosh, I also almost tore your throat out. And he's like, marry me. And she's just like, what? <laughs> That's the mark of true love for a vampire. <laughs> Your maid tears out your throat. <laughs> yeah, her response. I just, I love that, like, what response? Because that's, like, I just imagine her looking around and being, like, they're, like, just a bunch of blood and stuff, looking at the guy that she's dating and, you know, his neck is a wound. And then somebody asking to marry her. <laughs> I just, it's just a humor. Would you thing. say yes? In that moment? In that moment? Yeah. Probably not. I'd be like, I have to take a shower. 
<laughs> you don't think you'd be taken by the oh. by the emotions of the moment and just be like, yes. Uh, maybe? I don't know. I've never been in that situation before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to uh, <laughs> kind of compare that to. I I don't know. Well, so Raph ends up surviving. Everyone lives except Billy, um, including Mr. X. He uh, survives and the Omega shows up to help him heal. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty terrible. Wrath also survives. His brothers stand guard outside of the door. They threaten Havers, Havers if he dies. If Wrath dies, then Havers dies, even though he may die anyway. I don't know. Um, I feel like Havers got off pretty easily after conspiring to commit treason against his king. But he's the only like vampire doctor. So That's the conflict. Dies, then... Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I just feel like they could have broken his hand or his how foot. How is he going to do surgery then? <laughs> I mean, look, so they could break something. Sure. Did he use nose? Break his nose? Oh, I wonder if like their teeth grow back. I guess he could like pull out his fangs. That could be like a punishment. <laughs> oh. Right? That's true. He's not biting anybody. He's so. not. Yeah. I mean, is that really a punishment? I would He's not drinking from anybody. Right. Yeah. But I'm sure it would still be like a point of pride and having your fangs ripped out seems like a Maybe pretty... so. I feel like that would be a thing that happened to Zadis yeah. in his torture. They were like, I'm going to take your fangs. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Well, anyway. Happy ever after, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. They all decide to live together in one big vampire compound. Yep. I do like that. I don't know what that yeah. is. Like, hey, they're all living together and they're just one big happy family. The yeah. commune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. The commune. I like that. Say too. about me. I'm going to join a commune. <laughs> I mean, but I don't think that would necessarily be a bad life. That's true. Fun no, everybody gets like to like, cult. they've got their own space because the house yeah. again is like the size of a town. And then, you know, they've all got servants. They get to go and have like lovely dinners and hang out and and then Darius gets reincarnated. Comes back with another super average name, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got that to look forward to. <laughs> oh, John Matthew. That's a whole thing. I have a question for you guys. It's in the books. Okay. There's one part of the book where somebody tells, oh, I think it's Fritz, says something to um, Beth, and she's shocked. And so it's described as putting the back of her hand to, like, the, covered her mouth with the back of her hand. What? That's, that's a different. I spent, I'm not going to, I spent some time practicing this. Being like, what is this? <laughs> I, I just did it now. I was like. What? Right? That's not, like, just cover, just cover her mouth with her hand. Why the back? Like, the only time not was she natural. The only thing I could think of is that she was like eating with her hands and her fingers were dirty. So rather than touch her face with her dirty hands, she put the back of her hand up to be like, oh. No, she was just surprised that like Fritz knew her father and he was telling her stuff about him. I don't think there was any food. 
I don't know. They but... weren't in the kitchen. I feel like generally when it comes to Fritz, there's food. He was driving. Oh, he's driving. Oh. Yeah, I feel like that that's not a natural action for me to make. I asked Tito, too. <laughs> I've never paid so much attention to what my hands are doing in relation to my face, though. I don't know why that stuck out to me so much. <laughs> but I did spend some time going, wait, what, like. <laughs> All right. Well, Sydney, we appreciate you joining us for another episode. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great to chat with you again. We appreciate your time. Yeah, no, I'm happy to have been here. It's been, I started these books a long time ago and they've always been fun. So always yeah. happy to talk about them. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that wraps up Dark Lover by J.R. Ward. Join us next time for Beyond the Highland Mist by Karen Marie Moaning. Thank you for listening to Literary Quest. We hope you enjoyed our episode. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found at Literary Quest Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. You're also welcome to share your thoughts and ideas with us via email at literaryquestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again.